Hello everyone, welcome to the Charge Shot Gamescast. Each and every week, friends gather around and talk about the games they've been playing and things going on in their lives. Today, I have with me, Ben. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. And joining us for the first time this week, uh, Justin. Right. I've, I've been demoted. <laughs> That's what happens when you skip two weeks. Was it two weeks? Hashtag perfect attendance. Hashtag perfect attendance, bitch. Me and Ben are now best friends. I mean, that's probably true. Yeah. But was it two weeks? We touched dicks. Because I thought it was like, I, I like missed a week and then was here a week and then missed another week and then was here a week. No, you missed two weeks. Huh. Anyways. Uh, just so we don't dis- I'll disrupt the natural flow of things, let's start with Justin. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I appreciate your pity. Uh, but yeah, I've actually been playing quite a bit because, you know, it's been a few weeks. Um... I played a bunch of Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order and beat it, um, which was really exciting. It's, I know we're going to have like our discussions and everything. Um, It's definitely my game of the year, but it's also not perfect. Um, Spoilers. It's very jank, uh, which I felt like it was the first game that I played on my Xbox One. Um, so I was like, oh, maybe the One X, like, just can't handle the game. Like, maybe it's not as, you know, powerful as I thought it was. Um, but, like, literally everything else I've played has been buttery smooth. So I'm pretty sure this game is just kind of jank. Uh, but it never, like, took away from the immersion of the game or anything. It's still great, and I loved every bit of it. It just, it came out at a time when I really wanted that type of game. Like, you know, progression-wise and everything. And I was kind mm. of... I, I was considering 100% completing it. Um, I got through all of the first planet and, like, got all of that stuff. But I realized real quick that, like, exploring the planets isn't as interesting, like, after you have everything and have already done everything, no. to get, like, the one thing you missed, like, halfway yeah. across the planet. And the one thing you missed it doesn't really matter. Right. So my next goal was to get all of the secrets, but not worry about all the treasure chests or anything like that. Um, and I think I missed two. Uh, but it wasn't that big a deal. Like, I got all of the life upgrades. Um, I think I was missing one force and one uh, stim. But it's fine. Um, I was also going to 100% all of the abilities, but I didn't realize I was at the end of the game. So I just didn't, like, get enough experience to, you know, finish that out. But I could always jump back in if I wanted. Um, But yeah, the end of the game is really good. There was one little, like, platforming section that super annoyed me. Just because it, like, it was one of those where the controls kind of work against you. um, And it's, like, really quick reflexes. So quick reflexes plus kind of janky controls uh, led to, like, a lot of respawns. Which the loading times in that game are terrible. So that I can't believe it took you that many respawns for that. Part. It was like six. I'm not even kidding. That is, that is three times as many as it took me. Well, what's annoying is like, basically, once <laughs> I made that jump and did the wall, uh, the wall run, it was over. I was like, "Are you kidding me? That was it?" Yeah, yeah. It was so stupid. Because <laughs> like I was doing, it wasn't even like my incompetence. It was like. My my jump wouldn't reach the wall, or like I got to the wall run and then just fell off, or like I, my uh you know when you like when you come off a slide and your your direction kind of like flies off, 
um, like the the aiming after a slide is kind of weird, and so I would like fly off in the wrong direction and not be able to reach the wall. Like just stupid things like that. Sure, I, I just don't. Yeah, I I don't know. It's yeah, whatever. I, I don't get it. But you're right. The end of the game is good. It ends kind of suddenly, but it's good. Um, it just kind of it immediately made me want more. I was like, oh, that's that's the end, huh? Okay. Yeah, I want I want more with these characters. Yeah, they're great. Um, yeah. But it did feel a little bit like combat heavy at the end because I I really liked all the platforming and like the temples and stuff like that, um, like the puzzle rooms. It's a boss fight. You're fighting the any the boss. No, I mean like the last few areas. Like after you get the split lightsabers. Right. It's the final assault. I know, but it's just like room upon room. What? The final area had tons of more enemies? No. no. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm just saying it's room upon room of like, I don't like you guys teaming up on me now. This, this dynamic is different. I don't approve. Um, it's room upon room of like six or seven of the same enemy. And when you like uh, respawn or whatever, like the enemies come back. And so it's just kind of it's unnecessarily dense in these small rooms um uh a good a good way to clear out rooms with these enemies is just force pull and stab like like it was broken it was so broken because i think there was like an ability or something you can get your force powers back quickly mm-hmm. after killing an enemy yeah. so i would just force pull stab him he's dead next force pull stab like an instant kill mm-hmm. it was ridiculous it was so overpowered What's what's oh, interesting yeah. is like after all of that, like I've I always preferred the one on one, like the boss battles and stuff, because they feel uh, better balanced. But I heard a lot of people had issues with the final boss. Like it was really hard. And yeah, see, that's the one thing that like I had I was tricked up on. It took me a couple tries. Yeah, but you use like I died it, right? once, like really close to beating it, and then the second time I yeah. went through no problems. Like I think you used two stims in the battle. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> I finished it with, like, literally a blip of health left. And then, and then, like, when the guy came at the end, I was like, oh, well, I have, like, absolutely no health against you. I don't know how I'm going to survive yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had more issues against the one before the final boss. Yeah. Um, and that one you have help during, so it was kind of weird. But it was, I think that was a better <laughs> battle anyway. But yeah, it's a really good game. I definitely recommend it to anyone that's been on the fence because it's EA. Like, it's also Respawn, who made Titanfall 2, one of the most underrated games of 2017? 2016? Sounds about right. Somewhere in there. Um, And on the topic of beating games, I also beat Pokemon. And that is inconsistent. (laughs) Inconsistent. I have a lot of feelings about that game. Ultimately, I enjoyed it, but it feels incomplete like for example i again i don't want to get too much into spoilers or anything i'm trying to kind of stay like high level um but there's a section like the whole final area is really cool like in in lieu of the elite four there's like essentially the championship which is kind of the same thing but it's one battle after another and you're healed after each one so it's quite a bit easier but it feels cooler like just you know stylistically um and it's more story focused than just 
battle after battle after battle, and then it's the end. But the uh, the legendary Pokemon that is in the game um, is part of this like final championship section. And it seemed like a really cool thing where it's like it gets interrupted and then you have to like go, you know, infiltrate this secret hideout and like go stop the bad guys. Uh, because that's last time I was on here, I was complaining that there wasn't really any area that like you just kind of can explore and like go, you know, through multiple floors of a thing. And like that's kind of a that's a Pokemon thing. It's like some kind of secret, you know, team hideout or whatever. And I was like, oh, they just put it at the end of the game. That's neat. But no. You go into this elevator, and the elevator stops every few floors to have, like, a trainer come out and battle you. And they're like, oh, man, I lost. I guess you can keep going. And then the elevator goes up a few more floors. You get stopped again. Another battle. Is this a brawler from 1990? Right? It, uh, yeah. Sounds like our, um, when we played uh, Final yeah, Fight. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, how it feels, except it's Pokemon battles instead. And then <laughs> oh. you get to the top of the elevator and it like lets you out on like this kind of cool looking uh like destroyed battlefield area where like the legendary is. Um and you go talk to your rival and he's like, Oh man, like I don't know what to do. Like the the you know, the guy's out there, he's waiting. And it wouldn't let me do anything at first, and so I thought like I had to go like downstairs or something. I was like, Okay, you know, maybe there's like I have to get a key or something to to get through here. Like some kind of, you know, some kind of progression item. And there'll be like a whole secret hideout there. No, I just hadn't like triggered the event the right way. There's nothing else in that room. It's just the battle against the legendary and then it's over. And then you go back to the, the championship and finish it up. And that's the end. That's that's the that's the story. It's the title. Right. But, like like I said, I like all of the story stuff in there. Like, it's really cool that they made it kind of a more dynamic, like, you know, uh, rising action to climax section. But it just really, like, illuminates all of my problems with the game as far as it just being, like, extremely linear. To the point where, like, like I said, usually it's always linear, but it's like each town has a thing, like a side quest thing that you do while you're there before you can move on. This one's just the towns and the routes themselves are the progression. There's nothing really that detours you along the way. Um, so it's it's just I don't know it's weird it's it's hard to explain like what's missing in this game. But ultimately, I enjoy it. Like I was, I started, I finished it and started going through the post game. Um, I still love my team. I love like the. Just the feeling of playing it is super smooth and quick. I am not at all interested in the post game right now. There's these two new characters that come in to kind of like act as your foil, and they're terrible. And the post game is basically just going back through, like, each gym, but not actually fighting the gym leaders or anything. It's just like a Dynamax battle at the gym, and that's it. Um,. And it's kind of nice because, like, everything in the wild area is level 60 now. So, like, it's a really good way to get, like, some of the post-game Pokemon and stuff. Um, and just, like, help, you know, level up and stuff like that. But that's not enough. <laughs> there's no new areas. There's no real new content or anything. It just feels like padding. 
Um, so I don't know. It's hard to like, it's hard to be positive about the game, even though I love it, which sounds weird, but I see all the flaws in like the way it's presented, but I also don't care because it's really satisfying to play. Um, aside from that, I have jumped into a few new things on Xbox since I beat, uh, Star Wars. I started up Anthem, uh, because I randomly got that free with my Xbox for some reason. You mad though. Yeah. Uh, and, like, the first few, like, before you get into the full multiplayer and it gets repetitive and stuff, those first few missions are actually really good. Like, the way it introduces the story to you and kind of, like, teaches you how your, you know, your mech pilot thing works... It's super satisfying. Um, I picked the storm suit, whatever that one's called, mm-hmm. Stormbreaker or something yeah. like that, um, because that's my play style. Let's be honest. I think it's just called Storm. Okay, it might be, uh, but I haven't actually like gotten to go out and use it yet, because um, I just did the in- intro missions and then picked my suit. Mm-hmm. But like the the motion capture, like the actual performances in the game, are really nice considering all that we've, you know, talked about with, like, the issues they had getting all the performances recorded and stuff like that. Like, it all looks great. There's not a whole... Yeah, there's not a whole lot of it, so yeah. cherish what you get. I'm not surprised. But it's like, yeah. presentationally, it starts out strong. I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. <laughs> uh, it'll happen around the time when you have to go to the tombs. I don't know if you've gotten that far no. yet or not. No, I, like, okay. pretty much once it opened up, like, to be able to be multiplayer, I stopped because I was like, this feels weird to play by myself. All right, I got a BRB, and if you're done, just move over to I'm done. Um, and then I also started up uh, Devil May Cry 5, because it's on Game Pass. Um, I've never really gotten into the Devil May Cry series. I've tried. I really have. But they just... Something with the battle system... Like the... Not battle system, because it's an action game. The the combat... Yeah. The style system? Like something with the way the combat works hasn't clicked with me. Uh, but this one actually like quite a bit. Um, so far there's three playable characters and I only like one of them, but yeah. Is it V? It's gotta no, be No, I don't right? like, you sorry. Like I like Nero. Why? I'm just shaking my head. You don't like the no, best V's character terrible. in the game? So, so it is Have written. Have you played it? There you go. No, I, but no, I haven't. But I, I saw Mac stream it a lot, and I want to yeah, play v, it. Like V is a cool concept, but he was actually the one I was gonna say is just terrible to play. Like I don't enjoy that part of the game. He's weird from what because like you don't no. actually fight as him. You use these uh, his um, little bird and yeah, panther. And th- like that concept familiar. Is really that's cool, the word I was looking for. But the fact that like you control him, but like your actual attack buttons make enemies attack is stupid. Why am I getting a call right now? From Washington, D.C. Huh. Interesting. Um, because, like, essentially each character has, like, their ranged attack and their melee attack. And there's, you know, different combo moves with those. So with V, his ranged is his uh, his crow, and his melee is his panther. Um but, like, the way the combos work is, like, you will, you know, pull back on the control stick and hit the button. Or, like, do back forward on the button. Or, you know, like, hold it. Like, things like that. So you're doing those actions, like, as the character. Like, you're moving back forward and melee. And your panther is doing some different attack. So it just seems stupid. And, like, they have health bars, but then you can also get hit. Um, 
and like I got to the point where I was just basically like just holding down X and Y or sorry not, yeah X and Y that's right Xbox um like just just to keep both of them attacking at the same time because it was easier than actually trying to do any kind of strategy with them because like the problem is to actually kill the enemies you have to use uh V's like B attack essentially like the the special move to uh to like sap the enemy strength the shadow beasts can only weaken them to the point where v can like suck them um so you still have to be on guard and like watch the the health level of the enemies even though you're not actually attacking them and it's just a weird system of like it's like a strategy rpg where you send your troops out to fight for you but then like you as the army general still have to do the final blow and i don't like it um, but Nero is great. Like, I love his, uh, his, like, arm, his different, uh, devil triggers. Is that what they are? No. That's the... If you're pressing R, L, I don't, like, R, B, and I don't know what no, the fucking buttons are. No, it's, it's B. Okay, yeah, because the devil trigger is when you press the two, one of the two trigger buttons on top and you change forms. That's your devil trigger. No, that's, uh, no, that's the other guy. Um, Dante. The other guy, he says. Like I said, I'm not a Devil May Cry person. Um, Featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series. <laughs> but, like, his his different arm cannon type stuff is really cool. Like, you can uh, do different loadouts, and he's got, like, a bunch of different types of hands you can put on him um, that do different things. Yeah, he's the Mega Buster. Is there? There's, you can get the Mega Buster. I'm oh. pretty sure you can. I don't know if it's like DLC or you can buy it like through in-game currency, but I know oh, it's I in the game. Uh, they unlock throughout the game, though, so I might get it later. But he's so cool. Uh, and like it's just a really satisfying combat system with him because he's got the gun, the sword, and the hand. And there's yeah. one that like the hand basically like flies around just like punching the enemy. Have you flown I on haven't. the hand yet? No. On the mo- Oh, but, that's the best part. Like, so I, I shoot that off at one enemy while I'm attacking the other one, and then, like, we'll shotgun one in the air. And it's just, like, this really satisfying, like, you know, crowd control method. Um, oh, yeah. And then, like, Dante's fine. Like, I don't hate playing as him. I just don't find him as interesting. You didn't like hitting people with motorcycles interesting? I don't have that ability. Oh, you'll get that. Yeah, he, he gets the, like, he literally turns his motorcycle into, like, two weapons. Two oh, yeah, that's cool. But, like, his is more, like, it's, like you said, it's styles. And there's too many buttons to juggle. Because, the like, the D-pad changes your style at any given time. But then, like, your face buttons yeah. and your triggers control everything else. Like, switching out your weapons and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, yep. like, changing out your styles on the fly is kind of challenging. It's a fighting game. That's, like, the, the, purpose, the purpose of it is to try to find... What the most fulfilling about Devil May Cry and even Bayonetta to a degree is finding that route and like how cool can I, I be? And I like the like style that, system that, yeah. in general. Like it's really satisfying to get an S rank on something, especially when you're like, I didn't think I did that well, but I guess it looked cool. Um, yeah. It's really just a matter of like racking damage and not taking yeah. hits. Yeah, I did learn that like as soon as you take a hit, it drops you back down to D. Like it doesn't yep. matter where you were. <laughs> Nope. Uh, but yeah, I'm really enjoying the game so far, actually. Like like I said, it's it's buttery smooth on the Xbox. 
Uh, it made me realize that it it really is just Jedi that runs terribly. Um, and not terribly, it's just, you know, chunky. No, maybe right. not as optimized. Uh, but, like, the game is beautiful. Um, oh, there's a nice yeah. style to it. And, like, yeah. the characters look real. Like, it's scary how real they look. Um, I yeah. also have a small crush on Nico. Uh, I like I like Lady. Well, I, I think all the ladies are great, but my favorite is still the I lady. haven't seen her too much. Oh, okay. But Nico's just fun. Like... Yeah, Nico's great. Oh my god, yeah. She just has that, like, you know what, fuck it, let's go yeah. get a drink. Let's and go. she's cute. Oh, uh, yeah. I was gonna. I was about to spoil a moment with Dante, but you, you may have seen it on Twitter, but, like, there's a great... Dante has one of the best moments in the entire series. It's not even a... Con- it's a cutscene. Is there a point... Like, I, I don't want spoilers about the game in general, but is there a point when mm-hmm. you don't switch back and forth between characters and you can just choose who to take into each mission? That I don't know. Maybe, like, in post-game stuff, you can do mission select... Like, can you just do whatever, I think? But I'm okay. that I'm not too sure Because, like, literally, whatever it forces me to play V, I'd want to stop playing. <laughs> I'm fine with the other two. Because I'm still pretty new to Dante. That's why I'm, I'm struggling with him. Because, like, it's just, it's more complicated. And I haven't played as him very much yet. But I love the Nero stuff. And V, I can get through, like I said, with button mashing. I just don't enjoy it. So, like, if I could go without ever having to pick him, that'd be great. <clears throat> But I assume I'll probably be forced to play as him. Oh, yeah. But that's fine. It is really fun, though. I love the presentation. And, like, especially when you uh, go to the phone and call Nico over. It's like, and she just comes out of nowhere. Like, oh, yeah, even great. when Every I don't time. need anything from her, I still initiate the cutscene just to see how it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's that's most of it. I think. Uh, I've dabbled in a few other things, like I've booted up some Halo, stuff like that, but I wanted to mostly focus on the newer games. Um, so yeah, we'll move on. Alright, Ben, what have you been up to? So, uh, I've played, actually, because I got this for during Thanksgiving, and I didn't talk about it because I only played a little bit of it, but I got Ukulele and the Apostle yeah. Lair physically. Um, and my god! Holy shit! I only played two levels, yeah. and I'm already in love. Like the presentation, the controls, the like. Oh my god! Like it just proves to me that maybe I just don't like 3D platformers, or that maybe that ukulele was just really boring and not well flushed out. But this, this is flushed out. I love the stages so far. I love the use of color, um, and the David Wise music. Mm, oh my god, perfection! Like I love Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, like as any other man should. But like, fuck, man! If you're a Donkey Kong Country fan, this is this is the game, um, and it feels like I'm playing an old DKC game. Like it feels just like that in mm-hmm. all the best ways. Um, I haven't beaten more of it yet, just because a certain other games have been really preoccupying my attention. You already made it, you people listening made it. You know, yes, yeah. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Thomas. Thanks. Hey, okay, Dragon um, Quest is uh, is your destiny. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, well, technically. Oh, hi, kitty. Except Destiny that never loud. Loud. Oh. Yeah, Technically, Street Fighter is my Destiny, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so definitely I'm looking forward to playing more. Probably won't be till next year. I love this. Is my, I love that because now is the time of the year I can say that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll do it next year. Next decade. I love that. Never 
Never. No, I won't say that because that terrifies me. Don't bring that up again. Uh, so besides that, continuing in the indie sort of darling section, I beat Katana Zero. Uh, yeah, that's. I'm not gonna say where it ranks on my game of the year list, Justin, but I will yeah, say I it say has definitely made one. the cut. Um, uh, it did. It did make my cut of top ten games of 2019. Uh. I, no spoilers, but my god, from what I thought was just going to be a simple arcade, you know, you die in one hit slasher uh, kind of thing, it's, it was way more than that, and I appreciated that, and I would love to play more. I did try New Game Plus with hard a hard difficulty. <laughs> it does not fuck around. It does not fuck around, and only experienced players who know who know how the games work, how the patterns work, are going to survive. Me. I'm fine. I'll probably replay the story mode again at some point. Maybe do some different dialogue choices. I don't think it changes anything, but who knows? Maybe it will. Uh, but yeah, Katana Zero, definitely one of my top teams of, of 2019. Uh, but the other thing to close out 2019 I played was Street Fighter V. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm talking about Street Fighter V. Shut the fuck up, man. We know you like fighting games. But... Uh, this past Sunday was the finale of Capcom Cut, which we'll talk more about in our news section. Uh, but they released season five, season uh, 5.0001 is officially out. We're in the fifth season of Street Fighter V. Every character has a new V skill, um, which is basically pressing your two, your medium kick and medium, medium punch and medium kick at the same time. You get a unique ability, and they showed off some more V skills at Capcom Cup. Uh, I'm not going to go over all of them because there's too many and I don't know all of them to be honest with you. But uh, the characters I play, uh, Chun-Li's V-Skill 2 sucks. It's bad. It's awful. And I hate it. There's a video that somebody... Hers is basically like an overarching kick. Uh, it's a Zanshu. She had him. She had in the old Alpha 2... Uh, Alpha games. And uh, there's a video out there that's in the Chun-Li Discord. Yes, I'm in the Chun-Li Discord because I want to learn tech. And not for the fan, not not for the hentai. Not art. only for the hentai. Art. N- not only for the entire, because also it's a good. Com- it's actually a really good community of Chun Li players too. Um, but uh, she's doing the move over reuse fireball because like that's what it seemed like it would be good for like against fireball heavy characters. You know, go over a way to get in because um, Chun kind of has a floaty jump, but the tail end of it hits her still. So it's trash. It's 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 actually late. But Chun Li got some buffs. Like she's actually, a lot of people are calling Chun Li to be like a top five character now, because uh, of what she has access to in her V skill one, her V triggers. Like she's a really good character, which makes me feel good that I put so much time into her into this one. Now I'm reaping the benefits from the Cap Gods themselves. So, um, uh, Sakura, she has a role. Uh, now, which doesn't seem that effective. The only thing that I discovered, quote unquote, discovered, was after the roll, you can do a light dragon punch, and that's it. You can't do anything else. Um, some people I've seen playing online, they'll typically do a Hadoken, and it'll do the roll, but it's actually faster to dash than to do the V skill roll. So it's going to take some time to see where you can do with that. The craziest one, though, is Rashid's. Rashid was already considered a busted character. Not busted, but really strong character in Season 4. His V-Skill 2 is literally... He can he gets an air dash. He he does like a jump. He does like a jump and jumps back to any point in the screen. And like that's like an invisible wall. And he'll jump off. 
And you can either do uh, jumping medium kick, jumping heavy kick, or you can do an EX to get eagle spike. And oh my god, like it, the the amount of frustration Rashid players, including myself, because I am a Rashid player, will cause in Street Fighter Five Season Five is going to be hilarious. Like it's it's so not broken, but it's definitely the best V skill so far. Um, and it's, but it's so far what I've seen of the rest of the cast and having played the game this week is Capcom just said, fuck it. Like, ev- like there's so much new crazy shit in this game that it doesn't, it almost feels like it's a brand new game just because, not even just because of the V skills, but because of the new character buffs and stuff like that. Uh, it, like it just invites all, it breathes new life into the game and Considering this is possibly the last year of Street Fighter V. So, um, there's that aspect, but I won't talk about too much. But, needs to say, Chun-Li feels so good to play now. Even, even d- Definitely reaping the benefits. Um, uh, Guile has an air sonic boom. He can do sonic booms in the air now, downward. What? And it's crazy. Yeah, he like he jumps up and he goes, and he does it down. Just so you know, um, uh, you're going to have air dashes. Well, like I said, Rashid has an air dash. That's his V skill. He literally air dashes. Um, like, like just just look at just look at Rashid on Twitter. There's a video of him fighting a Sakura, and just over and over again, uh, somebody reported um, that uh, Moke, who was a who's a prominent no Gachikun, who's a very prominent Rashid player, was playing another prominent was playing prominent um, Mago, who's a very prominent uh, Japanese player. And he was just doing V skill two, V skill two, V skill two, and he and apparently Mago literally paused the game, stood up, and flicked them off. <laughs> like just like fuck you, just fuck you. I'm like that's great. Um, so yeah, let the let the the let degeneracy reign supreme in Street Fighter Five. Uh, let the salt in, in flow season for five. you. Oh, it's it's great. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing a lot more. In it, and uh, considering Seth is going to be the final character come February, it's going to be a one hell of a final year. Um, but uh, the only other game I played this week was Dragon Quest Eleven, and you know, like I find it weird because like I'm in the final area now, and there's like a lot of enemies, and they're the same enemies, and they keep respawning. I don't know what's up with that, Thomas. What's up with that? That's what they do at the end of video games. But really? Wow, this sucks. Anyways, it's actually, <laughs> I see it's actually great. Um, and it's still not fun. <laughs> they're supposed to get more difficult. It's they're funny not to me. Supposed to get more common. With a Jedi game, are... it feels more badass to f- kill a lot of stormtroopers at once, though. They actually are harder enemies um, in, in the in the final area for Dragon Quest Eleven. But uh, I've done a lot of side quests um, in in between going to the final area. <laughs> Um, one thing I did learn as Justin's being licked by his cat, <laughs> he won't stop. Uh, is, um, is, uh, there's a sequence of events that you have to get like the mystical sword, like the mad, the, the light sword. Uh, this is not spoilers. You get a magical sword. Um, what? but like magic sword. Yeah. Yeah. You get a magic sword. Um, and, uh, when you first get yourself back together at the beginning of the, of the second act, you see like. Different things happen on the world, and then once you're at this point where you're trying to basically re- remake the light sword, you're supposed to go to those areas anyways. I'm like, oh, I did those out of order, but it doesn't really matter. Like it really didn't matter. I kind of, but I kind of wish I would have done it like, in, like, oh shit, what's going on here? And then did the story thing. But whatever, it's fine. 
Um, uh, I really love this game. I really fucking love this. I get I get to fly on a whale. Like I fly, you fly, you get a whale you can fly on. It's so badass. It's not like Sin. It's not like Sin from Final Fantasy X. It's actually a good whale. It's a good white whale, uh, a beluga whale. Um, which those things are majestic creatures, by the way. Uh, no one talks about beluga yeah. whales enough. Yeah, I have pictures when I went to Chicago the first time. I went to the aquarium there. It's a very nice aquarium. It is. Uh, everybody should go to the shit aquarium. Um, but uh, like I did, like I said, I actually did side quests. That's how you know I love a game when I actively go out and do side quests before doing story stuff. And I'm like, I I don't have time for this. I actively stop. And what's funny is that you can press the 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 minus button on the switch, and you can talk to your friends, and they're all just like, hey. We should go really defeat the Dark Lord. Not now. I gotta go do the side quest. We should really go defeat the Dark Lord. Not now. Not now. We're good. We're good. We got this. But I'm I'm closing in on the finale. I'm probably gonna try to beat it this weekend. Uh, yeah. This this game is this game was special. Like it, it's super special. Um, that's all I've really been playing. I don't. I, don't, I can't really say too much more about uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. Uh, because otherwise it's getting to super spoiler territory, and I don't really want to go too too much there like I did last time. But um, yeah, very 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 fun RPG. Also, it's it's it uh sold five point five million units. Uh, I think that was tweeted today, which is you know fuck you to whoever said nobody wants turn based yeah, RPGs awesome. anymore. Fuck. Uh, the only thing I played this week we're talking about on here is Katana Zero, and um. Ooh. I've only done a, f- a couple missions so far, but it's really scratching that uh, that my that Hotline Miami itch for me. Mm. Like the super stylized, like bloody gory, two D killing game. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. Uh, I know, like we you t- we've talked about on here before that uh, like it, it's a bit tough because it's a one hit kill, but it feels like you're overpowered against the enemy. At least so far, because the way you kill them is just so fast. Like it's just so fast and efficient. Oh yeah, it's just whooshing. yeah, it's just one hit. It's like one hit, they're dead. It, and if you're coming right, it's basically it's John Wick but with katana. Pretty much, that's what yeah, it is. Yeah, pretty much. And then it replays the level over again after you like the screen because it goes by screens, right? So each checkpoint is a screen. Mm-hmm. That's why it doesn't feel so bad when you die because you you can start. You don't really start. All the way over from the beginning of the game, you st- or level, or whatever. You start at the beginning of the screen, uh, but <laughs> it, once you complete the screen, it replays it in like real time, I guess. But yeah, because what you're technically doing is the is the precognition. Yeah, the the, the, of the, drug. the whole like framing device of this thing is that uh, this stuff has already happened. It's just videotaped, and you're looking through the videotapes. Um. But I always skip those because, like, I did it. I don't need to see me do it again. I don't know. Oh, I watched every one of them. Like, yeah, look how bad. It's not slow it. enough for me to want to watch it again. Like in in uh, what's the bullet time one? Um, super hot. Super hot. Yeah, it's super hot. I rewatched those because I have to do it. Right. Yep. You're contractually obligated. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but like in super hot, I rewatched those because it's slow motion. And seeing it in real time is it's different than playing it out. But yeah, um, I'm enjoying it so far. I've been kind of just skipping the story because I don't really care. Uh, there's like there's like tree dialogue. There's like dialogue trees in this game, which is weird. 
Yeah. I don't want to, like, there's the option to just skip all the dialogue, just to be, just tell everyone to shut up and, like, get to yeah. the next part. But I don't want to Pretty do that because yeah. I don't want to skip it. But also I have no, like, I'm not really invested in the characters at the moment. So, I don't really know. If you do the dialogue, things, like, I, like, things start to open, without spoiling anything, mm-hmm. things start to open up very, in a very interesting yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. So you just gotta open yourself up a little yeah. bit. Uh, maybe I was just in like a bad mood or something. But yeah, I'm. It's really cool, stylistic game, and I'm playing more of it because of that. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what kind of batshit crazy I'm in store for. Oh my god, you're not even <laughs> the tip of the iceberg, buddy. <laughs> uh, so with that, let's get into the news. Uh, so let's follow up from last week about the Xbox Series X. Uh, so Xbox Series X, it's actually just called Xbox, which is somehow worse. It is worse. How's it worse? Because you go and I'm a casual person. Hello, Mr. GameStop employee, ma'am, sir, gentlemen. I want to buy my kid an Xbox. So do you want the Xbox Series 60 or Xbox One? I'll, I want the Xbox, the newer one. So you want the Xbox One S? No. No. Wait, so you want the Xbox One X? That's how it'll no, go. No, it's not. Because the way that people go into stores and buy phones and shit is like, I want the new iPhone, and they give you the new iPhone. Dude, I've uh, dude, I walk by the electronics department. I've heard these fucking idiots. This iPhone's not this because at least you could say it's an iPhone, the new iPhone. There's so many new consoles now, especially with the name Xbox. Oh my god! And then that poor, stupid hick employee they hire who has no idea what an Xbox. It sounds like is. more of a problem in America. Probably. Um, it is probably. <laughs> My problem with it is it just continues their trend of bad naming. Because they had it's the Xbox. Like, the first Xbox was just called Xbox. Yeah. That's a good name. And then they had the Xbox 360, which... Because you walk 360 degrees away from it. I mean, like, it doesn't make any sense. Is that no. why it's called that? No, this is like a dumb joke that people made Because the 360 the is just days. coming back. It's a full circle. Yeah, it's okay. like you turn 360 and you walk away from it, and it's like, no, it's I not how that works. No, could... okay. um, but like, it doesn't make any sense. No 180, because like it's a box, but then it's also a circle. But like, it worked. Whatever, it, it doesn't matter. Like, it's the follow up. Everyone just said 360, anyways. They didn't really say Xbox. right. And then there's the Xbox One, which is not the first Xbox. It's Xbox One, so it's confusing. And then the one S forced us all to say original Xbox when we talk about the Xbox One. And then there's the the one S and one X, which I mean they're variations. It's still a little confusing, especially since there's multiple versions of the one S. But Mm -hmm. that's just granular, like that's how it's gotten at this point. But then if they're doing this Xbox Series X, then you can go in and ask for the Xbox X. And it could be two different things. The Xbox One X or the Xbox Series X. I assume there will be other Xbox Series. Xbox Series Y. It'll probably be S, which is still going to be confusing. Yeah, because then do you want the S or do you want the They're probably the going to go Xbox 2X, Xbox 2S. They really should have just called it Xbox Infinity. And then, no, that's a bad name. It's better than Xbox Series no, it's X. No, You know I'm right. I will defend the name of this Xbox. Like I get what they're doing. They're like they're like they're like car they're like a car company. You are buying 
this brand of car, this brand of console is the Xbox Series. That is what you see. Doing. I put on Twitter that you don't go, you don't go a Toyota, you don't, you don't, you don't go to a car dealership and just order a Toyota Corolla. You, you don't? No. We don't order a car anyway. Right. But anyway, I put on Twitter that like. I think they, the the simplest solution for this to kind of keep the naming scheme was to call it the Xbox Cross, and because it's it's focusing on like crossplay, you know, cross generational games, things like that, and then it's also cross means X. And someone, yeah, but Sony has the cross button right. on their controller, and that was that was the comment is like I think Sony has the cross as far as meaning X <laughs> copyrighted or trademarked, whatever, but. Right. It's it doesn't nobody have calls to it mean the cross button. X. It's called the Xbox Cross. So that could still be all the cross-play, the cross-generational, all of that stuff. <laughs> Xbox for Jesus. Um, it doesn't have to mean X. So I think that would still be a better name. But the way they're doing it, like I get they're having multiple versions of it, so it's just the Xbox. But they still could have called it something else <coughs> and had multiple versions. That's what yeah. the Xbox One did. So it's just, it's weird. They're doing the thing that everyone told them to do, and it's just call it Xbox. And now everyone's complaining that it's getting called Xbox. I didn't see anyone say they should just call it Xbox. That's what I've been hearing for the past, like, four years. Huh. They should have called the Xbox One the Xbox. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing, this... like, the entire time. It's just, just call it that, and now they're actually doing it. And listen, now listen, you guys are complaining. You shouldn't have listened to the, to the Twitter. You should not have listened to Twitter. That's, that's your mistake. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like branding wise, I think you're looking whatever back they at the name history. it, everyone's gonna get mad because eh. people are anal about names. Because like, think about this: like, for, as far as you know, search results and stuff. Try to look up Doom. Are you gonna get Doom 2016? Are you gonna get the original Doom? Are you gonna get the movie Doom? Like things like that. It, That's why they go by year now, right? When you look up, when you want to look up the certain Doom you want, you type in the year. Yeah, if you're if you're smart enough to do that. But yeah. a parent's just going to type in Xbox and have no idea what they're finding. Which is like, now there are, our parents are like our fucking age and they have no fucking well, excuse true. now. But it's going to, like, you're catering <laughs> to the lowest common denominator here. It's going to confuse people. Think about the Wii U. People thought yeah, that was just an extension of the Wii. And it had a different but name. That, that, was a re- that, was a bad, that was a bad naming convention, though. But how is this any different? Yeah, and they Because it just sounded like a peripheral for your Wii. Okay, this, they didn't just, even made, this is just They Xbox. didn't even come out and said it was a new console. They just said it's a new thing. And so, like, the, what, what is it? Is it a new console? A new accessory? They didn't show it also. So yeah, it they didn't really talk about what that was. This is obviously a new console because it's a gigantic fucking monolithic box. It's, it's ugly. different than PC, the other it's ones. It's a tower. It's so ugly. Tower. It's a, yeah, yeah. You can probably customize it. They'll probably, like, charge you, like, $30. If you can put it on its side, I'll be fine with it. But it's ugly. <laughs> but if you put it on its side, the the logo won't be in the right position. U-G-L-Y, I don't care. Why you ain't got no alibi? You ugly. Yeah, yeah. Just put it behind. I your mean, TV. remember the PS2? It was on its side, but you could drop it down. Did anyone actually put it? Up? I never had it on my side. That you could you could actually turn the PS2 logo. You could. Yes. Wait, uh-huh. what? Hold yep. on. I'm gonna try that. My PS2 is right here. If you're lying to me, I will fly to Canada and whoop your ass. I'm, a, I'm 100% certain you could turn the PS2 logo. Okay. Because my PS3, like, the logo the is, is on the side, like, it's supposed to be laid down. But I saw them advertise it up. Whatever. 
The point is, this is ugly uh, and it's a bad naming system. But uh, as long yeah, as the game is still backwards compatible, like as long as they still work on the Xbox One, I don't care anyway. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So Ben, am I right? We'll live. I, I didn't. I'm gonna wait because I don't want to move. Fine. <laughs> At least you're honest. I'm. I'm literally wrapped up in my blanket in my Christmas cute. blanket right now. So. Uh, what is also cute is these gamer socks from Puma. Yeah, scuffy old Puma socks. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Puma has announced a new line of gaming socks uh, for real gamers. Uh, this is your active gaming footwear. These are so Sign to maximize your comfort and style on those 10 hour raids. Or your, oh man, 10 hour raids. <laughs> and your 40th Battle Royale loss of the day. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel a very attacked at this point. I'm not buying your socks anymore. Uh, so it's first reported by PC Gamer. Uh, one pair will run. Uh, will run you. Oh, I have to call out. I have to call out the crappy writing here. It says one pair will you run you. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> notice that. Wow, the editor did not. Get, who, the editor was just leaving on. IGN's shit. editors uh, are terrible. And it, okay, uh, so it'll run you eighty uh, pounds yeah. in the UK and one hundred and sixty dollars in Australia. Probably around a hundred. It doesn't look like Puma has made any official announcement about the product hitting U.S. shores yet. The U.K. and A.U. price suggested in hundred bucks for Americans. Uh, Puma's official product page describes the sauce as designed for indoor and in arena use. It delivers seamless comfort support and grips so gamers can adapt to different active gaming modes and game their best. I don't wear socks when I'm gaming. What, what f- makes the active gaming footwear more special than a pack of dicky socks? The rest of Puma's product description is a little vague, but apparently it features medical wrap-up grip in seek mode, lateral wrap-up support in attack mode, oh, heel wrap-up stability in cruise and defense mode. Seek mode, activate. <laughs> <laughs> You know, whoever wrote this is a Yu-Gi-Oh player, just by how that yeah. shit sounds. It's so These things funny. are wild. Like, they're so weird that I, I play feel like my they Puma socks in attack mode. Yeah. Right? But also, they're the shoes. Speaker hats and the gaming socks. Yeah, they're not. Those aren't they socks. They look like shoes and they have soles. Yeah. Just buy fucking house shoes. Right. Slippers. Wait, I think those are not. I don't think those are the uh, socks. Because they had made gaming shoes before. Mm. I don't know. Official product well, That's page. a false leading. Active gaming footwear. Uh, yeah, this these are the these are the socks. Created with Damn. console gamers in mind. These are not, not socks. Sock. These are shoes. The gaming sock is the first these are edition like... active gaming footwear. Oh, so they're, they're sock shoes. Like, you wouldn't wear yeah. shoes over these. Are they fancy slippers? They're house shoes. Is this what these are? Very fancy. Are these really? Are they're these the modern- like Puma Crocs? <clears throat> yes. They're like loafers. They're like game modern gaming loafers. There they're, there's who's the audience for this? The lux the luxuries uh, Croc. That's what this is. These are just something that they the- can give to like esports people as like a brand deal. Yeah. 
so they can get into the gaming scene and like they're not actually going to sell them. Esports any. people are like, we're sponsored by Puma. Right. They're not going to sell them. They're just going to have the esports people Thank wearing you, Puma, them. Puma for the thousand bits. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. I usually go barefoot or slippers when I game. I go all naked, so it doesn't to matter. The, to a competition? No, hell no, I'm not that bold. No, when I'm playing Street Fighter Five because I get sweaty. Because these, like, this is for, like, when you're out at a at an event. No, they said, they said, uh... Because it says, like, 10 hours, so I figured they're talking designed about... Designed for indoor and in arena use. Yeah, so both. Yeah. Not just, not okay. just in arena. No, but I'm just saying, like... They're fancy socks. <laughs> regular socks. This is all the only thing you'll wear in, in arena. Yeah, maybe 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 don't spend a hundred dollars on this and spend three fifty for a fucking sick of yeah. deodorant. Okay, <laughs> got them, boys. Yeah, these won't fix yeah, your armpits. But I just want to be like, uh, I I usually game in the nude. Can I get a third sock, please? Wow. <laughs> wow. No, you just use both socks for the for the one part. You know what I'm talking about? It's so big, you need two. That wouldn't. I mean, my tail? Are you cutting a hole in one of them? No. Wait. I guess. Yeah. Do you have a forked penis? <laughs> I don't want to no, know. No, it's just so big. Thomas is half a kid, and that's mm. what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. All right. Kids, don't Google well, like, a kid I mean, the kid penis. Just don't do it. Like, two. I mean, it, it's forked. No, don't say so, it. No, I'm don't. saying if he's yeah. half, then he still only have one. That's yeah. Only a two. Unless he's bottom half a kid. Though. I don't know how to... Ge- do you know how genetics work? I don't know how the genetics would work on that shit. I'll see bottom half a kid now. I'm not saying it's not up... You saw... You you physically saw him. I Yeah, he, he had... You didn't see my he dick. He pants on. He could have been hiding some kingdom parts. I don't know. <laughs> that part's classified, boys. Uh, let's move on. Uh, CD Project Red uh, strikes a new deal with The Witcher author. I was literally Which just explaining comes... this whole ordeal to Brooke earlier. This early because we were talking about watching The Witcher show, and I had to. Do you want to explain it again? Uh, so <laughs> I mean, we've talked about it on the show before. It's been like a year yeah, yeah. of all this stuff with like the legal disputes and stuff. With the author of the Witcher books, um, and then CD Projekt Red, who make the games. Um, he essentially sold the rights for, like, very little money and no royalties, because he didn't believe the games would make any money. Um, so he wanted to take his money up front, because he'd be crazy to accept a, you know, a deal on the back end. Um, and then they would only be extremely successful, as we all know. And he got mad and said that he did not get rightful, uh, what was it called? Compensation. Yeah. So he sued them and I thought he lost, but I guess it's just been ongoing this whole time. Yeah, it's been ongoing. There was no, uh... Go. Um, so finally they ended up settling it, um, with a new deal. So that the author and the uh, game developers will be able to work creatively together again. Um, It says, with the matter settled, CD Projekt will retain access to the Witcher license. The company is also working on a new... Oh, that's not important. Um, 
I thought there was more information here. Womp womp. I mean, it, like, there is. I just, I don't know where it is. Uh, oh, here we go. The new agreement uh, reaffirms its existing title to The Witcher, Intellectual Property, and Developing Video Games, Graphic Novels, Board Games, and Merchandise. In response to the news, uh, CEO Adam something said, We've always admired Mr. Book Author's works. A great inspiration for the team here at CD Projekt Red. I believe today marks a new stage in our continued relationship. Um, they can't really disclose a lot of the details because of a non-disclosure agreement, but it satisfies and fully clarifies the requirements and expectations of both parties in light of previously concluded agreements. And more importantly, means there will be future cooperation between the two. So basically it settles the year-long feud... Um, and he gets his, which, as stupid as he was to take the original deal, you you are supposed to revisit these things over time when it is an intellectual property. So I get it. Yeah. This actually just sounds like it came out well for both. Yeah. In the end. And plus, I mean, the Netflix show is going to do really well. So I'm sure... I hear yeah. it's really good. Yeah, I have so. too. So I'm sure the game developers are going to want some creative input on that, which is why they would have uh, a benefit from retooling the deal, too. Mm -hmm. um, because it allows more creative freedom on the show rather than having it be like, no, only the stuff in the books. <laughs> yeah. So it just opens up the license more with how popular it's gotten. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching the show. Me too. And since they're re-upping the I'm... deal, there's probably going to be more games in the future. Oh, for sure. I am looking forward to getting super horny every episode for Henry Cavill. Yeah, I oh, think man. I heard there's like a naked fight scene or something. And oh fuck yes. And Tess. Sorry, sorry. I need there's going to be down. a lot of people for you to Google then. Yeah, like yeah. all the people. <laughs> yeah, it's Henry Cavill though. He he's my husband. He just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> I mean, it's a very attractive cast. Just I, I want to marry across the Superman. Board. Is what I'm saying. Uh, speaking of comics, uh, Bloodshot Valiant comic book movie to be turned into a video game. I don't know what this is, so someone I... talk about it. Wow, this is no, old news. Oh, What's hold on, movie? never mind, you're right, yeah. I put this in here yeah. for you, though, Ben. The movie that resembles the comic book in no yeah. fashion whatsoever. But it sounds like this is actually based on the comics, so maybe it'll be a little more... I mean, I guess the movie is, too. Yeah, it's just he doesn't have, like, the white skin. Right, which he might by the end. Yeah. But that's cool, though. Like, that's re that's really cool. Val I know Valiant Comics like made a deal to like have a multimedia thing going happen. It's just probably slow. It's slowly coming. Yeah, because this isn't that's just neat. Bloodshot. It's like multiple Valiant characters. They mention uh, Ninja, mention Bloodshot, and Exo Man of War. Yes. Oh, oh, sorry. I love Ninja. He's my <laughs> he's my favorite character of that universe. He's, he's a ninja. He wears purple. Well, he's badass. I'm sorry. So this is a, like a blanket deal for Valiant with. Uh, Blowfish Games. Whatever that is. Oh god, now I'm seeing that fucking video of that pufferfish eating the fucking carrot. God <laughs> fucking damn it. Makes that awful noise. Uh, so I, I I was trying to look up this studio mm -hmm. and I ended up typing blow shit games oh, instead. No. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Thomas, do we need to look at your Pornhub account? No, please don't. Nobody makes accounts. That's off. That's true, yeah. 
Yeah, no one makes it count. You're one of the commenters, aren't you? No, I I I certainly don't have a pr- listen. Listen, that whole like that that myth of you know sometimes the the power and comments can be wholesome. That shit's real. Sometimes you'll find them. Other times it's about cooking your wife, cooking your wife or whatever. What? Sometimes it's yeah. both. I'm into weird shit. Okay, leave me alone. Uh, so Blowfish Games made a bunch of games that no one's ever heard of. Cool. Yeah, th- yeah. Uh, so Ninjak and Exo Man of War. Uh, those are kind of like their their two other flagship characters. Makes sense. But yeah, that's it, it's cool to have yes. you know like act more properties on cool action characters and stuff. I don't know what the, yeah. I don't know what any of this is. Um, well, Ninjak is a ninja. I think he's talking about assassin. Blue and X- oh, no, Blue I'm talking fish. about okay. Bloodshot. Oh. A bloodshot is an assassin who was killed and he's resurrected. He basically can't die. And he has that white skin and red eyes. He's like the ultimate killing machine. He's albino. Yeah, pretty much. Is he just an albino, um, Exo- like, Agent 47? Kind of, yeah. Okay. I haven't, I didn't, I've read his, a little bit of his stuff, but not too much. Um, of War is basically, <laughs> let's take a barbarian king and give him an Iron Man suit. That's literally the, the premise, and it's badass. So I have a feeling, just based on the studio's library, that these are not uh-huh. going to be AAA games. <laughs> Probably not. That's fine. Valiant themselves as a publisher are very small, Fair. so, you know. Yeah. Gotta start somewhere. I was just picturing, like, a, you know, Devil May Cry, like, Bayonetta-type battle system. Oh, with, like, no. Some cool Hell combos, no. like a, you know, a Platinum Games-type thing. Yeah. I could see Platinum Games getting licensed out to do, like, a ninja. <gasps> oh, my God. I just thought of my fucking dream license game now. Them do Platinum Games making a nin- uh, ninja game. Oh, my God. That would be so fucking sure. sick. Oh, my God. With all those... Oh, with all the deadly assassins that you fight. <gasps> I'm getting... I'm getting too excited for something that will never exist. Oh, God. Sorry. Well, let's get excited for something that will exist. Uh, ben, you put in the Seth stuff here? I put in both the Seth stuff and the uh, stuff of Capcom, but we'll start. We'll start with Seth. Okay. Um, uh, so yeah, the uh, uh, they, the final character for Street Fighter Five uh, was revealed at Capcom Cup, and it is indeed what everybody thought it would be at the end of the last tournament, the the NARF, the North American Regional <laughs> Finals, uh, which was Seth, uh, because everybody assumed it was going to be Seth because. Well, you have Bison, you have Sagat, and you have Gil, who was announced at that tournament. There's only one character. There's all the bosses are there. Who's missing? It's Seth. But it's not Seth like you know him from Street Fighter 4. It is Seth in a doll zero body. So that explains the the female look, uh, despite having his male voice. Um, uh, He has a couple. He looks. He plays, according to the people who played Seth. Uh, he doesn't play anything like how he used to, based off the trailer. Um, he actually has a mechanic. One of his, his V skills is uh, like sort of similar to Rogue from X-Men Children of the Atom, where she could steal characters' powers for a bit, uh, and she can only use one at a time. Seth has that skill, which is it's pre- that's pretty cool. Um, it's, he's pretty nutty. Uh, he's pretty nutty, and, and they showed off his costumes. Or its costumes, rather. So yeah, Seth is the final character for Street Fighter Five. Yes, cool. Um, he'll he'll be releasing this February when champ when the game fully 
transforms into champion edition um so yes it's seth everybody all right yeah are you not excited so i mean like I, i don't like i was like there wasn't a lot of characters who weren't left to be announced i wasn't i'm not gonna lie he looks interesting um i'll try him out because i got the champion edition i'm guaranteed to get him um but uh i don't think i'm gonna like main him or anything um i do i do was like i was like i'm confused seth is a waifu now i'm i'm so confused what um the memes have been great uh but that's not all that happened of course seth was revealed at capcom cup but that in itself was kind of uh not kind of a dumpster fire um so, uh, first off, just to, just to get this out of the way, the biggest, everybody kind of knew something was off when they had announced pretty late that they would not stream the LCQ or the last chance qualifier. Um, and like, there was no, like there could be an official stream. Uh, in fact, uh, Harada from Tekken, uh, basically they reached, they put up the VOD of the Tekken Last Chance Qualifier, and he just says, did somebody say Last Chance Qualifier? So, they get Capcom Like, they were that. just streaming it off their phones, right? Yeah, they, they basically gave certain influencers who were there backpacks to go to station to station to get the videos, and yeah, it's not... It's so messed up. Uh, people, they were definitely frustrated. Um, it's, I think one of the players, like, many players reported that, like, you know, I'm. This is like the last chance. This is like the arguably the, the second biggest tournament of the year next to Capcom Cup because it's also the toughest. Because like the, those who didn't make it, the rest are here and they're the best. They're so, they're still some of the best of the best, and nobody gets to see it. Um, now they are. The matches were recorded, but they will be uploaded at a later time. But unfortunately, now that the tournament's over, nobody cares. About right? Those yeah. Yeah. It, the, the, those the, those videos. Are, and, it's, and it's even more so now because Street Fighter Five Season Five is even more different than than it was even a week ago. Like it's a new game. None of that. Matters. And I bet that like the sponsors are all pissed off about that. Yeah, I'm I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um. Not not to say. First off, Craig, uh, going to continue. Congratulations to uh, to Idom, who uh, Ivan Domination, who won with his sick Laura and Poison play. Um, uh, in grand finals, managing to re- being down two zero, resetting it and beat his demon punk, which I loved. It was a, it was a great, great, great night. Um, however, some of the other things that they mentioned were like certain players are reporting lag on the consoles. Um, uh, there was there were several things. Um, they, 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 they took a break, about an hour break between top six, the finishing of top 16 to top eight to promote Pocky KO, which they actually had, basically it's a, 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 a cap, I guess Capcom made certain part of the dev team make a special mode for this event that they had, like, that you could only kill in this, it's, it was weird, like, it was, it was, it was not, it was not fun. Um, the stream quality was not great. Uh, a lot of people reported sound issues. Um, yeah, it was it was kind of a, kind of a mess uh, in terms of everything. In ter- in ter- in ter- also, the, one of the one of the more stupid things is that uh, what they would do is for car- for players they would have like their name and their face and the Capcom points, like how many points they won their seating. For some reason. Other players are being put in other people's faces, like Punk what the fuck? would have 
Problem X's name. What? Or, or Mago would have another. I'm like, do y'all not have a program? Is guy? this? Is there not a? Is this just like yeah, WCW is back? It was like amateur hour, dude. And I didn't catch most of that live. Um, I was kind of drifting in and out of consciousness from work. But um, like when I did see them, like like. <laughs> Like what happened? Like it's like they didn't. It's really like it. It really feels like they didn't give a shit. That's wild. Uh, like, so like there was a, I don't know if you remember, but there was a pay per view like in the maybe the ninety early nineties, where you know how when wrestlers walk out they have their type like their name pop up. Each one of those pop ups didn't have a name at all. Yeah, like, no, the I entire pay per view. It was like this feels like that. It's so wild. Oh yeah, but oh by the way, once they beat the once the last chance qualifier was finished. That's when security was like, "All right, y'all gotta get out now." Like, no, you had no chance to mo- get salty, or you know, Moke couldn't have a time to who won the last chance qualifier. Um, and and the thing about the not streaming last chance qualifier is that the part of that journey is that like you get to have that underdog story right. of like this guy, this person beat thirty one other okay, I mean, not thirty one other people, but survived over thirty one other people to get to the to spot, get back to the finals, into this, yeah. and then go further. But if you're just like a casual viewer, like the good shout out to the commentators who brought it up, yeah, that they like he he made it to the LCQ, but like that should have been streamed. That should have been because it was part streamed before in past years. Like that's that kicks off Capcom that's Cup. So um, Holy shit! Also, uh, here's other some other things real quick. Uh, losers brackets were played off stream, yep. which means no matches were yep. seen. Um, they held the Street Fighter League thing, which actually it was pretty popular um it didn't it ended nearly midnight it ended nearly at midnight uh west coast time so you can only imagine how late it was east coast or even my time yeah, yeah. um and of course they were still competing for capcom cup and they had to be up by 10 a.m the next morning uh and of course like i said to talk about the pocky ko edition oh what was the what um, like was I the pocky thing go into that a little bit it was it was like a special it was basically the the break so, like, it was basically you had to do a kill combo in between, like, the special meter, And they, Capcom, put a team of guys together, or people together, to make this thing playable for Capcom Cup. And a lot of people were mad at that because, like, you did that, but you're not going to do anything about the netcode? Are you fucking serious, <laughs> Capcom? So that's what made that worse. Not to mention, Kenny, okay, Kenny Omega came out, yeah. and he actually called out Ono about not streaming the Last Chance Qualifier, and I'm pretty sure that was ad-lib. There's no way that was for real. Um, and also, he brought up a meme that's like the the Alex trailer, which uh, he never got one. Um, like I said, most people complain about latency issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Punk, Punk, who actually lost, um, complained about... The, it was... Like, I'm happy... Like, at the end of the night, I was happy for Idom. You know, like, great for him, and I felt good, but, like, when you look back at it, like, shit, man. It's like the Woodstock it was not of, a like, fighting game tournaments. Yeah, it was, uh, and considering, like, Tekken World Tour was pretty well done, you know? It's like, what, what happened? What the hell you know, happened, like, for yeah. some, yeah. It's so wild. Like, yeah, they, if this happens again next year, I don't, I don't know, like, like, that's inexcusable. A lot of the stuff is inexcusable. Yeah. But, uh, shout-outs to, shout-outs to Idom. Um, and showing that you can win with mid-tier character. Because Laura's a mid-tier character, or was. She's probably like a really good character now because of some of the new stuff she has. But uh, shout-outs to him um, in making me clench my butt so fucking hard on some of those uh, rounds. Such a great... 
games are great. The players are great. The event sucked. Uh, and then let's go on to our final news story for the day. Uh, Stardew Valley is coming to Tesla's this holiday season. Yeah, farm while you drive. I feel like this is dangerous. This is uh, this no, dangerous. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm joking. You can't actually play it while you're driving. That's Wait, good. what? Yeah, all of the games that are in Tesla's, like on their big screens, uh, you can only play while the vehicle is in park. I'm sure someone's hacked that out already. I think they have, but that's beside the point. Um, it's weird though, because like the, uh, the new versions have like a full self-driving mode. I think it's what it's called. Mm. So like it entirely drives itself. So you'd think that you'd be able to play it while it's driving, but they want to make sure that the driver is still attentive, um, in case, you know, there's any issues, which I respect, but I mean, that doesn't stop the driver from just, like, getting, uh, like, a 3DS or a Switch or something. Right. <laughs> uh, but, like, at least they can say it wasn't their fault. Right. Like, it doesn't put the blame on their system itself. Um, mm-hmm. But it is a little weird that they have all of these games available on their, like, internal, like, you know, system or whatever that you can only play in park. Like, who who's spending that much time in their car not driving it? Because Stardew Valley is a huge game. You lock your kids in the car, they start up the games, and they play games while they're locked in the car. You lock your keys in your car? No, your kids. Oh, kids. Got it. Yeah, Yeah, I could see that. Like, you know, someone's getting groceries or something, so you're just sitting in there playing a game in the car. (laughs) Yeah, still, it's not like... No, it's... Yeah, I just don't understand stupid. the market for this. Like, I get it with, like, little, simple little games. Like, they mentioned uh, a backgammon and, like, probably, you know, chess, like, that kind of thing. Like, those quick things. But Stardew Valley, while you can play in short bursts, is a huge game. It's meant to be grinding. Right. It's just kind of weird. It's just one of those things where you show your friends, like, hey, look what this can do. Right. And then that's it. If it had, like, cross-save or something, that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll get there eventually. Yeah, I'm just not sure what the market for that is. Outside of just being a test case for when they do get you know full driving vehicles going and you can play mm-hmm. while it's while the car is driving itself. Yeah, because there is a yeah. market for that for sure. Definitely. Uh, yeah, that's going to be an episode, guys. So, Justin, where can people find you? You can find me if you look for Zero Score on Twitter or YouTube. Or Twitch. Um, I've been trying to get everything under the Zero Score name, as I mentioned. So that's exciting. Um, but I've got a Merry Metroid video coming out uh, probably later. I mean, probably by the time you hear this, unless you're live. Um, so check that out. It's pretty fun. Ben? You can find me at twitter.com slash where I am... The Panzer Dragoon Hype Man. Also, it's Happy Nightsmiths, as I'm calling it now. Uh, I should I should change that to my Twitter handle, Happy Nightmiths. Um, where I ret- I retweet a lot of art. Uh, I yeah, that's definitely what I do, and I say stupid stuff that people don't agree with. Um, a lot of Dragon Quest memes. Actually, not as much Dragon Quest as I talk about, but yeah, Dragon Quest Marvel Marvel City. If you want my shit posting, because that's all I really do. And you can check out your host here, Thomas, CSG Thomas on Twitter. I'm also on Twitch as Kane Plays Stuff. 
We have uh, the Charshot website, just called Charshot.com. <laughs> uh, you can email me, Thomas, at Charshot.com. You're on Stitcher, iTunes, anywhere you can get podcasts. Please rate us and subscribe there. And until then, guys, enjoy your games. Have a good night. <laughs>